Welcome to Eye on the Illini. This is Mike Kegley. I will have Brad Sturdy joining me in a minute. We will be talking about Illinois' 32-point victory over Western Illinois, but we'll be back in just these after these messages. Fans of big sports radio and sports spectacular podcasts have a new home on the Chief Sports Network. Find your favorite programs and content all in one place by downloading the Chief Sports app in your mobile device. Created in South Carolina, the Chief Sports Network is the home of an expanding network of live and podcast format programming. It is also the home of one of the leading national college football podcasts, J.C. and Morgan, hosted by ESPN's Mike Morgan and 24-7 Sports' J.C. Sherbert. Download the Chief Sports app for free and find all of your favorite programming under one easy umbrella. Thanks to all of our markets for your loyal support of Big Sports Radio and our Sports Spectacular podcast, and we look forward to connecting with you anywhere in the world on the Chief Sports app. Welcome to Eye on the Line. This is Mike Kegley here with Brad Sturdy. We are talking from the floor of the State Farm Center after the post-game press conference. Illinois won an easy one over Western tonight. 32-point victory. Played really well. Brad, give us your thoughts on this quick podcast. Well, I mean, I just thought it was a, it was a game where you're – Playing a team that's clearly overmatched. I think Western plays hard. I think they have an athletic group. They hit a couple of uh, difficult shots, and, and I think that's where you you know you just have a game where you get some guys going. You saw, you know, obviously Terrence Shannon, Luke Goody still making shooting the ball well, but you get Dane Danger going. Quincy uh, Garrier had the um, um, big rebounding game at, at 10, 15, and four, another double double. You got Draven gives the horn a little confidence, maybe because he hit a three and feel a little better about himself um and you just get solid gains from marcus damask and um you know i'd still like to see him make a three to feel gives him confidence but he, you know he he is just uh he hasn't found one get been able to get one to go down but you know i, I thought the freshman you know Amani hansry struggled a little bit he still did some good things but wasn't his best game but he's a freshman that's what they do is they have good days and bad days um and so I, I think they, they had nine guys play 13 or more minutes and they only have nine scholarship guys available right now with, uh, with Moretti and uh, Hawkins and obviously Harris redshirting. So very, uh, you know, it's a good win. Um, it's going to, it's the kind of game that you take care of business and then you get ready for the big games, which are the next three. Yeah. And coach Underwood talked about the injury to Coleman Hawkins about the fact that literally spent more time rehabbing than he was able to practice. And when he practiced, it was just a fight to get through it. So they decided it was a coach's decision for him to sit down and get some, get his stuff done uh, from a rehab standpoint. And Moretti is just an injury that they have to fight their way through. Was there anything that jumped out to you as he talked about those injuries, Brad? Well, I mean, obviously I think there's no doubt that, Coleman Hawkins is uh, going to be one of those. I think he'll be able to play in the next next uh, three games. Then he'll get a little rest before they play Colgate, and then obviously Missouri, and then the Big Ten. You know, Farley Dickinson, I guess, but uh, Fairly Dickinson. But I, I think you're going to see him play next Saturday. I think he's going to, you know, be healthier. I think he's going to feel better um, going into that. Moretti, I'm not quite sure when he's going to be back. I, you can tell there's some obviously some concern there. But one thing I'll say about Moretti is that you know I have. 
talked to coaches, talked to, you know, he, there were some, you know, I think they're, they're really, they feel like he can, he can get back and they, they all, each one of the coaches feels like he's going to be his return and his ability to, you know, play the point guard position is going to be very important for this team moving forward. So uh, he needs to get back uh, quickly um, if they're going to, you know, take advantage of his, uh, his offensive skills. Coach also talked about the importance of the defense and getting the team to where they can be defensively. As he said, it's hard for him to describe to the players who haven't been here just how the intensity ratchets up for a conference game. He seemed to be satisfied to an extent that the defense was improving, but he thinks this could be a great defensive team and it has to get better if they are going to compete in the Big Ten. What did you take away from some of Coach's discussion points on defense? Well, I mean, as he said, he said it's a top 10 defense nationally, and it is right now. It's in the top 10 um, um, in, you know, defensive rating. The other thing about it is they're, they're number one in the country in uh, effective field goal percentage against. Uh, teams are shooting under 38% from Illinois, right around 38%. That's number one in the country. Um, and that includes, you know, counting threes as, you know, one and a half made shots. So, so very, you know, very impressive defensive. Um, and, and they do it without turning over people. They're really, that's kind of been, uh, they don't have a ton, don't force a ton of turnovers, but teams just cannot make shots. Well, it's because they have so much positional length and athleticism. They're able to contest these shots. And you're going to have a day when a guy makes some shots against you. It's going to happen occasionally, but they do a fantastic job of contesting virtually every look that's out there. You rarely see a team get a, a clean look. It's always over somebody. So I, I think that's going to be going forward. I think if, if you have a concern, it's they gave up, you know, they didn't give up many second chance points today because they couldn't convert. But if Cliff Omororia, uh, the kid from Rutgers, gets those offensive rebounds, then he's, he's going gonna, to he's gonna finish those. So they're going to have to do a better job on the offensive glass, I, I, or the defensive glass, rather. And they're out-rebounding teams. Um, and, they you know, they had more offensive rebounds, which is great, and more second-chance points, great. But, but they have to really bring it on the defensive glass all the time. And I, I think that's the next step for this team defensively. It's not so much just uh, defending as much as it is not, not allowing them to get those second-chance opportunities. Yeah, and one of the things that, that Illini fans probably don't get until you get up close with these guys is is Terrence Shannon is all of 6'6", maybe even taller. Domosk is a very large man. He is he does not look like what you would think predominantly a two guard. And yeah. and these guys are big, but they do have to figure out in the lane, you know, what they're gonna do from a, a rebounding standpoint. The other thing that I found interesting, particularly at the start of the game was Ty Rogers really got the ball up the court quickly, whether it was with the dribble or it was by, you know, passing the ball up ahead. And I thought that made a difference in getting down and setting up the offense a little bit earlier. And then as a secondary, but kind of unrelated thing, he he was definitely Magic Johnson-esque in his use of the runners tonight. Yeah. And at six foot seven, when he goes and uses runners down the lane like that, he is very hard, especially if you get him in a pick and roll situation where he's got a guy that's maybe not either quick enough to guard him or big enough to guard him. Yeah, I, I thought Ty, maybe Ty learned from watching Moretti push the ball up the floor. I mean, and yeah. kick it ahead. I mean, just looked like more like a point guard today. I thought they ran 
the early offense was a lot of they ran a lot of uh, ball screens between Ty and um, Dane early on the first two possessions, and you see them trying to work through that and get him in more of a point guard mold, and and they're able to get mismatches. They're able to he's able to get into the paint. Um, and, and, you know, he's got to finish those because he's usually shooting over a smaller guy. And if they switch, then you get a mismatch with, you know, his guy Garden Dane or whatever. But he's got to finish over that smaller guy. And I think the early in the year he wasn't doing that as well. And now, you know, he's starting to finish that, not just the floater, but also got to the rim, you know, back those guys down and finish. And that's what I want to see from him uh, moving forward. And spraying the ball around. You know, he had four assists, um, which is good. He had a couple turnovers, you know, but they were kind of sloppy. But he can – he, he can do some good things. And, and I, I just like the way he was, you know, playing in the paint. And, and that's what you want your point guard to do, get in the paint, make the right decisions, make the right reads out of that. And, you know, that's where, and the reality is he's really the only point guard that's there and available right now. Um, you could, Terrence can obviously get in the paint, Draven Gibbs Lahorn can get in the paint, but they're like getting the paint to score. Yes. You know, Damas can back his guy down. He's not going to blow him, but he can back his guy down. You can throw post entry, you know, to Dane. Um, they can get in the paint, but reality is Ty's the only one who really does it, you know, uh, to create for others with Moretti out. And so that's why he's so important. It's so important that he plays well right now. So with that, um, you know, a very interesting uh, game as they are now set up for uh, basically a eight-day break as they play on Saturday, I believe, at 3 p.m. Um, against Rutgers. Uh, that's December 2nd. So it gives the team a little bit of time for some rehab work for Moretti and for Coleman Hawkins. And then I think Coach wants to amp up the defense. Any other final thoughts here, Brad, before we close this down? Well, this season gets real now. I mean, obviously, you had the Marquette game, but the rest of the games have been games that they were supposed to win, and they took care of business in those. Now you've got a, you know, difficult game, um, you know, at Rutgers, they play Florida Atlantic and Bath Square Garden, and they play at Tennessee. The goal, you know, talking to them, I mean, their goal is to win these first two games. And if they can take care of business those first two games, Tennessee becomes house money. You know what I mean? Like you're playing on the road at number top 10 team. You know, you don't go into that saying, oh, we're going to win. You know, obviously you want to win, but I mean, but if you can go two and one on this trip, that's a good trip. You know what I mean? And obviously I like to get the big 10 win. And if you can come out of here, you know, seven and two heading into Colgate and, you know, win, take care of the Colgate and Missouri games, you get nine and two in the non-conference with a win over either Florida Atlantic or Tennessee and then a road win in the Big Ten, feel pretty good about where you're at. Excellent. So that is kind of where we're at. We'll be back in one moment to wrap it up. Whether you live in Champaign or Chicago, halfway across the country or on the other side of the world, IlliniGuys.com keeps you in the know. Be it in-game results, top-level stories, or the latest behind-the-scenes info in recruiting, IlliniGuys.com has you covered. For about 25 cents a day, you can have an inside path to your favorite Illini teams. And we'll even throw in a free seven-day trial to kick the tires. Go to IlliniGuys.com, click the register button, and get immediate access to dozens of stories each month, message forums, free giveaways, and more. IlliniGuys.com. And that was Brad Sturdy. Thanks for coming after the game, Brad. And we will be back tomorrow as we will talk about the game with Northwestern that has so much importance to the football program, opportunity to make a bowl and get as many as 15 extra practices. That'll be tomorrow. So please be looking for our instant take that will be immediately after the game. 
And then, of course, we will also have our post-game analysis about an hour and a half after the game. Thank you very much, and go Illini. Thank you.